The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So we're going to round off the show taking a look at weather our curriculum. This is for grade R to 9 is ready for the digital skills revolution that has been spoken about. Of course, our guest, our next guest is of the view that the link between mathematics, coding and robotics and the role of language in teaching and learning need to be considered before we can say that schools are ready. Dr. Benedette Ainemani who is the Director of Product and Services at Pearson Africa, joins me now. Dr. Benedette, good morning to you. Good morning, Cathy, and uh, good morning to all the listeners. Of course, this was announced, if I recall, uh, during the President's State of the Nation address that coding and robotics were now going to be part of the country's national education curriculum. You have reservations about whether we are ready to implement that. Yes, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. So if I can just share some of my reservations. Mm. All the research that we've seen in mathematics and science classrooms around um, the role of language, uh, the challenges that teachers and learners face in these classrooms will definitely be seen in a coding and robotics classroom because of the relationship between coding and robotics and some of the things that we see are coming through in the curriculum that has been proposed that are already in the mathematics curriculum. There are some who have said that in order to code, you don't need to be good at maths. Uh, so what is the, the link in, 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 in your view? Yeah, so that's a very interesting one. So in order to code, you don't need to be good at maths, but there are some technical skills that you need in order for you to code, which are also in the mathematics classroom. For example, pattern recognition, which has been included in the curriculum, here you identify abstract and geometric patterns. And a, a person who has been in the mathematics classroom and taught learners, I've seen them struggle with this concept. These are the same learners that we're going to teach in the coding and robotics classroom. Then we have algorithmic and coding. Uh, coding. So we have the algorithmic thinking that is required in coding and robotics, which is now coming back in the coding and robotics curriculum, which was already in the mathematics curriculum, and learners are struggling with it. Mm. So, so, so this idea that um, coding and robotics c- can be quite easy to learn, even if one doesn't have any kind of strong foundation in education, is that a wrong perspective? In my view, it's not um, 100% correct. So some learners, we already see anomalies where learners can get this and and move with it without having to be very strong in mathematics. So there's that exception, which I can say, yes, we'll see certain aspects happening like that. But because of the technicalities in a subject like coding and robotics, in later years, you see engineering aspects also coming in. So you definitely need learners to have a, a foundation that has prior knowledge in mathematics skills which are needed for coding and robotics. So it's not just the whole mathematics curriculum that learners need to be confident in, but there are certain aspects that they need to know in order for them to do coding and robotics. Mm. How much pressure will they be on on teachers themselves in order to be able to to teach these subjects effectively? I think there's going to be quite um, a significant pressure on the teachers that are expected to teach this subject. And um, when we look at the other subjects that are already in the classroom, yes, you have a subject like mathematics, 
but you also need to understand the pedagogical content knowledge that the teacher needs in order for them to be successful at teaching this subject that you put in their um, presence. So at, at, at the moment, there's no known qualification that teachers go to to learn how to teach coding and robotics. So that's the challenge. So there's uh, suggestions of teacher training, which will be in service because we'll be mm. teaching who are already in the classroom, but then there are certain aspects that you need to consider from a teacher training perspective. What pedagogical content knowledge does the teacher need? We need to unpack that for coding and robotics so that teachers are well equipped uh, to teach this subject. Are we going to find a situation where um, if a, a learner is taught or the subjects of, 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 of coding and robotics are taught by independent actors so that are not teachers in the school uh, but that come in to give lessons specifically on the subject are we likely to find that learners who have that experience will be more successful in understanding than those who are taught um, by teachers who haven't really been taken through the full training not necessarily Mm. we cannot that claim because um, it depends on how the teacher will engage with the content and also how the service provider that comes in the school engages with the concept. So either way, the learner will be able to, to understand if the right skills are taught in the right way, the right methodologies are drawn on to teach, and also if the right materials and activities are presented to the learner and also an, um, enough uh, opportunities for the learner to practice because these are practical subjects. They are not mm theoretical so it depends on what you provide to the learner rather than who does it your suggestion, I think, is is an incredible su- suggestion of having um, an effective register, effectively, for the teaching of coding and robotics in all the country's official languages. Um, how difficult a job do you think it's going to be to be able to do that? Yeah, that's a very uh, difficult um, thing, but a very, very necessary mm. requirement for us to move forward. Because we've seen it in the math and science classrooms. Um, math and science is a, uh, draw on specific languages, which is not necessarily English. And coding and robotics is also going to do the same. Draw on specific things that do not link to what learners understand and to what learners really know in their mother tongue or in their first languages or in the languages that they know. So we need to find a way to create a register that will help them relate because in in most cases, in order for you to learn technical subjects, you need to be able to visualize certain aspects which are abstract. Mm, mm, Don't mm. understand the language, then you're stuck at a stage where you're wondering, what does this even mean in order for me to go forward? When, yeah, when you look at where you are uh, within the space, I mean, are there people that have already started working on how to to translate uh, some of this work? I think most of the work is still at infancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the curriculum was just released, and uh, there's still some public comments that are being received. I do not have not heard of anything where the the there's a conscious decision to create all this in in all the 11 languages. And yeah. of course, it, it would be crucial because it also means that, you know, the the idea of robotics and coding wouldn't just be limited to urban areas, which uh, is often the, the, the challenge, right? That, you know, we have all of these exciting programs, but their reach becomes limited. Yes, definitely. So it will be inclusive and everyone will be able to participate in this technical, technologically driven world. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that was uh, Dr. Benedette Aid. I- I-
Ainemani. <laughs> Apologies for that, Dr. Bernadette. Uh, she's the Director of Product and Services at Pearson Africa. And, uh, you know, again, just on the issue of languages, uh, I think it was on Tuesday that we had the conversation of COVID-19 messaging how it needed to be translated into different languages and not just kept um, to English, which has been the predominant language of communication uh, used within this period. And what she's saying about coding and robotics in this is in the same breath, you know, that these issues should not be on the periphery. So the, the curriculum um, can be announced, and, and but when that is taking place, it should be, be that English, Sesotho, Isuzulu, Isitkosa, all of them also have curriculum available in those languages. And you don't find that there's a whole group of people that is going to be left behind uh, simply because it will now take years to be able to translate part of this curriculum into a language, into some of the languages that we have in, in the country. So a really, really important um, argument there that is being made by Dr. Benedict. Thank you for it. All right, on social media, lots of you still uh, talking about this issue of the talking po- of the the etols, not the talking point of the etols. And um, I see a lot of you have actually tagged me in a statement uh, by the Minister Fikilem Balula, who's saying that uh, there's no decision yet on the future of the etols. Again, it's a, it's you know, it's it's a it's a communications disaster that has been created by uh, some of the officials in charge you know um if, if if the mec was unsure he could have not answered but he answered and he said that they will they will be scrapped and now we have a situation of denials and again uncertainty of where we are good morning kathy good morning listeners uh you know this is this is so um uh upsetting to know that an mec can come on live radio do an interview and uh, say things and now uh, retract when it's uh, recorded live. And I, I listened to the interview uh, with Stephen and Stephen asked him uh, uh, quite a number of times and he also played the interview again. So, you know, the MEC needs to catch a wake up. You can't come on live radio and, and, and speak uh, what you want to speak and speak so frivolously and then go back and retract your statement. This is not on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Hi, Kathy. Robert here from Debel, but currently Joben. About the, the uh, MEC, Mama Bulu, he jumped the gun. These people, these politicians, should not come to the studio or to, to, to the interview if they don't have sufficient information about whatever they want. They just want to score some points as we are going towards the election. You see, it's just a, another way of attracting the vote. I'm really disappointed. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, look, it it looks like it's a story that is ongoing. And I see that uh, in the post-cabinet briefing this morning, Minister Nchaveni, the acting minister in the presidency, was also asked about the issue of ETOs. And she says that ETOs have not been scrapped and that uh, the MEC was simply speaking about the position of um, the Gauteng province in terms of ETOs. So... Yeah, well, Sakina is going to help you make more sense of what has been happening this morning. It's just gone midday. Sakina, good afternoon.